Welcome to the Heavy Duty Parts Report. This podcast is presented by the Heavy Duty Consulting Corporation and hosted by our CEO, Jamie Irvin. At the Heavy Duty Consulting Corporation, we work with manufacturers, distributors, and repair shops who want to grow their business. Do you have a problem that you would like some help with? We have developed fault codes for heavy duty parts businesses, just like they have for commercial trucks. Find out how many fault codes your business has and how you stack up against dozens of other heavy-duty parts businesses. Head to heavydutyconsulting.com and schedule a meeting with us today. All right, let's start this episode. You're listening to the Heavy Duty Parts Report. I'm your host, Jamie Irvin, and this is the podcast where you will get expert advice about the heavy-duty parts you buy and keep you informed about what's happening in the industry. This episode is sponsored by truckpartsinventory.com. Lowering costs per mile is all about finding the right part quickly. At truckpartsinventory.com, you will save time by searching inventory from around North America in one place. You will save money by having the option of buying new, used, or aftermarket parts. You'll save yourself work by sending a parts request and having companies contact you. Truckpartsinventory.com is easy to use and it's free. Go to truckpartsinventory.com today. Have you ever wondered what goes into innovating a product like the wheels on a semi-truck and trailer? Well, look no further than today's episode on the Heavy Duty Parts Report podcast, where we're going to take a deep dive on everything related to wheels. To help us with that, I would like to introduce to you David Walters, Doug Mason, and Mr. Mike Yagley, who are the co-hosts of the new podcast, Behind the Wheels. Gentlemen, welcome to the Heavy Duty Parts Report. Hey, well, thank you. Thanks for having us. Happy to be with you, Jamie. So first, let's talk about your podcast, Behind the Wheels. Uh, David, what can people expect when they listen in? You know, we try to cover what is in the industry's top, you know, torquing, wheel offs. We talk about CVS violations. Uh, the great thing that we've done thus far is, uh, you know, we love to have viewers send in comments and saying, hey, we really are interested in this topic and we cover it. So, I mean, you know, what's great about ours is if you want to listen to what we have to say about it, send it in. Very non-commercial. It's about industry safety. It's about industry and issues and we'll end. And, and with that, if you go to jamieirvin.ca and put in this coupon code, you know, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so, Doug, you're you're kind of an R and D background. When you guys were putting together the show and you were thinking about being able to talk about these different subjects, like what got you excited about being part of it? Well, I think the the most exciting thing about it is getting the technology to the people in the field so they understand why things are happening. Um, you know, Dave, he's out in the field all the time. He's talking to the guys, and Mike and myself have some more technical background, I might say. And we're able to say, okay, well, this happens because, you know, when you turn it to the right three times, that's great. Well, the reason that's great is because of this. And so that's kind of really what gets me excited about doing it is getting the, the background in there so the guys understand really what's happening. And, and Mike, from your perspective, what were you looking forward to adding to the show? Well, exactly what, what Doug and, and Dave have said. We're, you know, we were looking to sort of give, a, we call it behind the wheels. We're, we're, we're looking to give people a little bit of a, 
an idea of what happens behind the wheel. You know, what, what's happening from the industry standpoint, what our perspective is, what we're looking for, what we're concerned about, and to sort of bridge that gap. It's, we think it's sort of a unique way to, uh, to look at the business. and also gives people a little bit of a back, back room sort of view of everything with the Axelon. We have a lot of friends in the industry. That's why we don't do a whole lot of uh, advertising. We're, we're looking to actually draw our friends in and give everybody a chance to get to know some of the people behind what we do. I remember one time I was uh, doing a sales call. I was, it was young new salesman, and uh, Dave, you'll you'll appreciate this story. So the mechanic said, you know, he was having a technical problem, and he said something along the lines of, "I've been doing this for thirty years, and you're not going to tell me and everything." And I responded with, "Well, I think my friend, you've done this for five years too long because you're not learning anymore." And he uh, got red in the face, and then we both kind of laughed. And fortunately, he didn't punch me out. But uh, the guy that I was with was just like, un- he's like, I can't believe you said that. <laughs> One of the things I love about heavy duty parts is the people. And also like, I've been doing this 22 years and I'm learning every single day. Like I thought to myself, okay, I kind of know what I'm talking about with parts. I'm going to start this heavy duty parts report thing. And every interview, I learned something. I love that. Dave, I'm sure you feel the same way. Oh, it's, it's fantastic. I'm very active in TMC, which is the technology and maintenance council. And if you don't go to one of those meetings and pick up a whole lot of new stuff, you're just not listening. And I, I love it. I mean, you know, the, the technology and the revolutionize of uh, the industry is unbelievable. And it, you have to keep up on it. So that's why I said, you know, when they first came to these podcasts, I'm like, well, what kind of people are going to listen to them? But I mean, it, it, they're beneficial because it is a rapidly changing industry. Yeah, 100%. Now, gentlemen, you work for a company that manufactures the Alcoa wheel brand, and your company has this long and rich history. In fact, they invented the aluminum industry. I'm not sure which one is the of you is the best to answer that question, but that's correct, right? They actually invented the industry. Tell me more about that. I can start a little bit. I mean, John Hall out of New Kensington, Pennsylvania, actually invented aluminum, and he was the founder of Alcoa. And so... You know, Alcoa actually started the aluminum industry, which is kind of a great heritage when you think of that uh, start. And then, you know, the truck wheels came later in life, but it's, it's, it's kind of unique to be a part of, you know, the founder of somebody who invented aluminum. And Mike, when the company kind of moved forward from that and they got into the aluminum forged wheel in 1948, like you're an R&D person, so I'm sure you can kind of imagine going back into uh, into history and being there when that happened. Can you tell us about that? You know, it's interesting. We had the guy who, in, who invented the forged aluminum wheel came through the plant a couple of years ago. He's still alive. Uh, and uh, he, he, uh, he came through. He wanted, to, he wanted to see what we were up to. Uh, I wish I could remember his name. But, uh, you know, it... it it's amazing. It wasn't that long ago. Uh, the, basically, there was a lot of extra capacity. At that time, Alcoa was still in the mode of looking at aluminum products and trying to get the industry, get people to buy aluminum. They had all this capacity, and it was more a matter of selling the aluminum than it was about selling the wheel or whatever product they were looking at aluminum cans, all that stuff. They invented all that. Um, and this was one of the things that, that was invented by Alcoa to try and push aluminum into the industry, into the, into people's everyday usage. So 
you know, but it's because of that background, you know, we, we do have a history of innovation. We've been innovating also for the last, well, what is it? 75 years almost now. So it's, it's, you know, we, we just never stopped, you know, at the, we've moved away from the days of just trying to sell aluminum. Now we actually do are interested in people buying a wheel and, and, you know, we're, we're far more specialized, but that's, you know, things have changed dramatically, but we're still, we still have that innovation spirit. Doug, when it comes to some of the innovations, uh, 1948 is a long time ago from the introduction of the aluminum forged wheel. Can you speak to some of the innovations that happened? Give us a little bit of timeline to bring us up to 2020. Certainly. I, one of the, the biggest things that happened when you think of uh, Alcoa Aluminum Company, uh, the 6061 alloy, it's, it's a workhorse alloy, not just obviously for wheels, for so many products across you go to a vehicle of any type, airplane, whatever. The 6061, which was the workhorse um, alloy for wheels all the way up until 2014, quite honestly. And uh, that was one of the big innovations is alloy. And at that point in 2014, we've now come up with a new alloy. We call it Magnaforce. And we've improved the basically the fatigue strength by about 17%. And we can continue to make the wheels lighter and lighter. Just to give you a little feeling... Um, I wasn't always in Elko. I was with another company, and we wanted to try to uh, replicate the uh, the forged aluminum wheel. And we checked it out, and it was about 60 pounds at the time I was working on it. And we had a real difficult time doing that. Well, today, we're making a 39-pound wheel. That's a 7,400-load-rated wheel. Um, it's amazing. The technology, as Mike and, and Dave are saying, that has gone into the processing and into the alloy development and into really every niche to just keep tweaking away at the weight. Now, the other things that we've done as well is uh, the wide base wheel, again, done by uh, Alcoa, a 14-inch wide uh, wheel done by Alcoa. We've got surface treatments that nobody else has. Um, a Dura flange, one of the biggest issues in some of the severe service applications is a flange wear uh, situation that, and Dave could say a lot more about this, he was around when it came in, is... Uh, a way to keep that flange from wearing away so that wheel can last a lot longer for our uh, our customers. There's other things. I won't go into all of them right now. Maybe we'll hit a few more, but that just gives you a little taste. Yeah, Dave, go ahead and expand on, on what Doug was just talking about. You know, it's funny. I look around my little office here and I have a plaque for being on the Dura flange team and the Dura brake team. And you're thinking, wow, I mean, in my 31 years, um, all these projects, products have come out in the industry. And it, it's really great to know that we were the leaders. I remember going into a bus fleet and the guy told me, I get rim flange wear, the wheels don't clean up like I want them. And, uh, you know, you're never going to solve all that. Well, we put it down and now we go back to the guy and say, rim flange wear solved, <laughs> you know, cleaning solved, you know, and it's pretty unique. They go, wow, you know, you guys actually kind of listened to us and made products that we wanted. So that's what I really feel great. And, and Mike, the guy who invented the aluminum wheels named John Long. And I got to work with him my first two years at Alcoa. And those were probably the greatest times of learning in my life. So it was an amazing time. I, I was just going to add in one thing that you know, sort of go off of what piggyback on what Dave was saying. You know, one of the things that we here at Alcoa Wheels, uh, we, we recognize that there's a lot of engineers who who will look at 
look at things from a purely technical standpoint, and then they try and push something out into the industry. What, what we do is we go out to the industry, we let the mechanics be the lead. We, we have a lot of contact with mechanics, with maintenance managers, with the people out there, listening to what their problems are, listening to how they use our product, listening to, you know, everything comes from them first. And then we, we go from there. We, we're, we're, not, we're not just, you know, sitting on high from a, a you know, engineering standpoint and telling them what's what. Really, this we, we try to be very customer focused. Try to be very, you know, follow the industry, follow what's happening out there, follow what they're, what's what people are struggling with. And and Duraflange is a perfect example of of us responding to customers' concerns. So when I was a distributor rep, I sold your product, and I was one of the few distributor reps that was really really proactive in bringing manufacturers out and doing field work. So if Dave had been responsible for my territory, I would have invited him. There would have been a calendar invite. He could have booked himself in. I had hotel recommendations. I had the whole system. I love doing it. Actually, just hearing you guys talk about that and being focused on on the client, it's kind of making me miss going out and doing that. <laughs> We're all stuck at home right now. <laughs> I know, Dave, from your perspective, when you get out into the field and you get that opportunity to to talk to people about that real world issues and challenges they're facing, to me, I never understood a manufacturer that didn't want their reps in the field talking to the customers to find out, you know, it's great uh, to hear about the good things. You want to hear good feedback about your product, but you also want to know the struggles, the pain, and and find ways to solve that. I'm, I'm sure that in your 31 years, that's been a big part of your job, Dave. Oh, it absolutely has been. And one of the, you know, I, I, I think about all the inventions that we've come up with, uh, we make a groove in our hub board to reduce the contact with the hub so the wheels are easier on and off. And I remember the one day I'm doing a training class at Houston Transit, and one of the mechanics came up and says, can't you put a groove or something in there to reduce the contact area of that wheel so we can get them on and off? And I remember going back to, you know, corporate and saying, hey, these guys said we could do this. So we were the first to put a contour or you know a groove in the hub and people was like where'd you come up with that some poor guy mechanic in houston told me why can't you do that well we can't so i mean the greatest thing about working in the field is you listen to these guys we made lineup sleeves to line up the wheels and you can slide them over extend stud life it's a great product um what we found out about them is that that the guy's like, well, put a half-inch drive so I can use my impact, and we do, and it's fantastic. I mean, just to, to know that a lot of our innovations is listening to the mechanics in the field. Yeah, I, I've often said the real secret behind being successful in business is to listen to what customers want and to give it to them systematically. <laughs> if you can do those two things, you are going to be successful no matter what. Doug, let's talk about a, a real-world situation. So maybe we've got some younger technicians listening in right now. How do you know when it's time to replace a wheel? Well, there's a, there's a lot of helps for that, quite honestly. And one of the biggest ones is actually TMC has a, a lot of um, material, and Dave's a very big portion of that. And one thing I just wanted to state as well, one of the things that's been very good about Alcoa is getting involved and engaged, not just 
with the end customer going out to a, a certain fleet or something like that, but with the industry as a whole. And so TMC has been a huge part of that. And, and for me, growing was going to some of these TMC events, meeting a bunch of other people, uh, different fleets, different owners, and different product and different uh, competitors even. Uh, and the industry is so tight from that standpoint. But in terms of uh, a wheel that, you know, uh, what am I going to do? Uh, well, I take a look at it. Something's, something's obviously going wrong. You got to investigate the wheel. We have in our manual as well as in uh, the TMC would have this, an inspection criteria. Do I see uh, a sharp edge on the flange? Am I getting in too much flange wear? Well, there's a gauge for that. We, we, we give them away for free so people can make sure that that's correct. Uh, what about, uh, I'm looking at the wheel and there's a little crack. Is that a problem? Well, you know, you shouldn't have a crack in your wheel, but is it really important at this point? Yeah, you need to take care of it. How big is it? We have uh, uh, CVSA that Dave is part of as well, that there's a whole criteria of what you have to do to um, ensure your wheel is able to continue to go forward. So I guess in short, there's a lot of helps. I could go through each one in detail. I don't know if we really want to do that right now, but it's very clear in the industry when you would stop by taking a look at these, um, again, TMC, our manual, whatever it might be. Yeah. So I think what we'll do is uh, TMC is the Technology and Maintenance Council, anybody who's not familiar with that acronym. And what we'll do is uh, we'll make sure that there's some links in the show notes for people to be able to get access to some of those resources if they want to go down that rabbit hole a little farther. One of the big focuses of my podcast is to, I'm extolling and trying to convince people, you know, in the parts world, you rarely get more than you pay for. And when you buy the right parts, you can lower your cost per mile. And that is essential to the long-term success of our industry. How does your product, Mike, how does it help people lower cost per mile? Well, it depends on the application. Um, the, what we find is that in those applications, customers who are uh, spend time fully loaded, right, they're really going to see a huge benefit going to aluminum wheels. You drop the load, you know, drop the, the weight of your wheels, you're, you're opening up a lot of load capacity. The bulk haulers are really going to appreciate that. They've been very sensitive. They, they're, they're very loyal to us because it has a dramatic change to the, 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 the costs, their, their day-to-day costs. Um, there are some other benefits. Of course, you know, you, you don't have to worry about maintenance uh, of a, an aluminum wheel. You're not going to have to uh, repaint it. It, it. You have, there's some safety benefits that you get. Um, the, one of the things that I think about, and I, I guess uh, is uh, from, a, from a safety standpoint, um, the, uh, the, the steel is going to crack more quickly than aluminum wheels. So you, you have, you know, you have more time. Uh, aluminum, the propagation of a crack in, in, in aluminum is, is very slow. Uh, so you have time to, to, to deal with it uh, without being caught there on the side of the road. Those are some of the things off the top of my head. Um, but the, the big ones are, are like I said, the, the, the customers who are really going to get a benefit out of it are the customers who are the bulk haulers out there. And Dave, do you have any other uh, insights that, that you would like to add? Well, I can throw in a couple others that I, I see that's really very prominent. Uh, truckload carriers, uh, they see a resale on the second buyer where they maintain their value of aluminum wheels. And the second buyers normally don't buy trucks without aluminum wheels. So we see great issues with the resale, believe it or not. Uh, the other thing Aluminum wheels run much truer than steel wheels. Uh, they're machined out of one piece, 
So the runouts are very true. So to get maximum tire life, aluminum wheels will do that. Also, aluminum's tremendous at dissipating heat. So the heat that your brakes get in your that you can take that heat and dissipate it to the atmosphere so much quicker than what a steel wheel can. So there's a lot of advantages of an aluminum wheel. And, uh, you know, like I said, over the years, weight has always been one of the big factors. But, boy, I, the resale value I is, is gigantic right now. You guys talked about the new aluminum uh, composition and how it's a 17% lighter. All I could think of is, man, I'd like to be 17% lighter. I'd move a lot faster and, you know, I'd get a lot more done. <laughs> so <laughs> no no way you can help with that? No? Okay. <laughs> well, we'll look into it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, that sounds good. Hey, just wanted to clarify something. We said 17% lighter in this interview, but what we actually were supposed to say was 17% stronger. Anyway, just wanted to make sure that we made that clarification. Okay. Back to the interview. So uh, how often do you publish episodes on your podcast behind the wheels? Looking at basically uh, once a month and then maybe some specialty ones thrown in. And just to throw something out there again, that is uh, maybe unique or I've really enjoyed about this is we've talked to other industry experts in different areas, like say hub, Dave has a number of contacts and they're very interested to, Hey, let's get together. Let's talk about industry issues, not just with the wheel, but how about the wheel and the hub, how about the wheel and the brake, how about the wheel and the tire. And so we have special episodes where we brought in the industry experts um, on those particular topics that we then, like Mike said, behind the wheel, we're, we're trying to get all of that for the, uh, the basic guy out there who's driving a truck or the guy who's in charge of fleet maintenance or even uh, someone who's just interested in trucking. They'll understand a lot more about what's going on at the whole system. So we're going to go round table now. Dave, if there's one thing you want people listening today to take away from the conversation, what's that one thing for you? Oh, again, you know, we didn't touch much on this, but anytime you talk about wheels in the industry, the number one thing tire guys talk about inflation, we talk about torque. Understand that torque is so critical, you know, like, you know, to, to stretch that stud every time and to put it in the right spot is critical. Everybody's, oh, we'll just run it up with the one-inch gun. Or, oh, we'll run. Fellas, I'm telling you, torque is critical. If you torque your wheels right, you will not have the issue. So I always throw torque into every conversation I can when we talk about wheels. So that would be my, my little blurb. And Mike, it was, it was a pleasure talking to you. What would you like listeners to take away from today? I guess the, the one thing I'd like to have people take away is that you know, we, we are listening here. You know, this is, the, you know, one of the, one of the key things that, that the folks here at Alcoa Wheels uh, are, you know, from an engineering standpoint, we recognize that th what we do is about what they do, what the, what the people in the industry are doing. And, and so, you know, if you have feedback, you know, write to us, we want to hear. Uh, you can talk to Dave. Dave spends a lot of time out in the field. You know, it's, it's very important for us to have that tight relationship with our customers, with people in the industry, even if you're not our customers, to really know what you're dealing with. Um, that's, that's probably the, the thing that we're looking, I'm, I'm hoping to get out of all these, these uh, re, the things like the podcast, things like uh, the, this, this, this interview. Fantastic. Yeah. Without customers, there's no point us being here. <laughs>
I, right. I've never understood people who work in business and have the attitude of like, well, we could just get more done if it wasn't for those dang customers always interrupting. <laughs> it's like, you have no reason to be here without them. <laughs> Doug, just to close out the interview, it was great to have you on the show as well. What would you like to leave our listeners with today? Well, I guess one of the things that, uh, that was struck me as I came into this industry and I've been in wheels from the very smallest to the very biggest, uh, steel cast, uh, forged, you name it. Here we are at Alcoa. And I would say I'd like people to take away that a wheel, a lot of people say, well, it's, it's round. What's the big deal? You know, you just, it's round. Um, well, wheel's not round to start with. There's a lot of uh, technical that goes into it. The complexity of the design, the fact that it's a highly engineered part um, that we're making, as everyone else has been saying, to benefit the industry. We, put, we pour a lot into this uh, and we have a lot of pride behind what we make. And just like people to take away the fact that we're doing this because we are proud of what we make and we want others to benefit from what we're doing as well. You've been listening to the Heavy Duty Parts Report. I'm your host, Jamie Irvin, and we've been speaking with the co-host of the new podcast, Behind the Wheels. To learn more, go to alcoawheels.com. You can find the podcast there. I will make sure that there is a link in the show notes so people can do that with one click. Dave, Doug, Mike, thanks for being on the podcast. Appreciate it, Jamie. Thank you. Thanks, Jamie. Have you subscribed to the podcast yet? Go to heavydutypartsreport.com today to subscribe to the podcast. And don't forget to give us a five-star rating and review on the podcast player of your choice. I'd like to remind everyone to focus on cost per mile over purchase price and... <coughs> Let's keep those trucks and trailers rolling. HCA Truck Pride is the heart of the Independent Parts and Service Channel. They have 750 parts stores and 450 service centers conveniently located across the U.S. and Canada. Visit heavydutypartsreport.com slash HDA Truck Pride today to find a location near you. Again, that's heavydutypartsreport.com slash HDA Truck Pride and let the heart of the Independent Service Channel take care of your commercial equipment.